Hello. Thank you for joining us today for the Harvest Time Church weekly podcast. As you listen today, we pray that you are richly blessed and that the message would guide you deeper into your walk with Jesus and help you to advance His kingdom here on earth. Have a blessed day. So I'm before Marilla shares. I just want to we just want to share with you guys a little bit of what we've been doing in in Brazil and what God has been doing in Brazil and other uh, other nations also, but mainly Brazil. Uh, this year we had a lot of changes in our life. A lot of changes. One of them being that we're gonna have a fam- we're gonna have a, ba- a baby now. We're gonna start a family, <laughs> and so that is a big change for us. But um, this year, I don't know if you guys remember last year. You know, I was in full time missions, and Rilo was in part time missions as he was also working. You know, he had a side job that was like paying for our bills and everything. And so this year, a large change that came for us was that Marilla's going to share about that, I, I believe, in his message, but was that Marilla decided to step into full-time missions. And so this year was really a year of faith as we, you know, re- we learned that we were having a fi- we were having a baby and we were starting a family, and then God pushed Marilla to step into full-time missions. And so, but it's been a really big blessing, and we've seen God really opening a lot of doors. And so I just want to share with you guys a couple of pictures of um, what we've been doing in, in Brazil and in the Philippines. Uh, it's just a couple pictures. So Marilla shared Merle works mainly with youth. He works mainly with youth. And so he has he has about I don't know how many people are in his his like youth it's not a youth group, it's like a cell group. And so he has many people in his self cell groups, but he has about five or six that he's like actually discipling weekly that he meets with. He meets with all of them weekly, but he has about five or six that he meets with weekly. You can go back, I'll tell you when to go to the next slide. Go you could go back to the first one. And so um and so this is this is just some of this is like a portion of his of his youth that he meets with weekly. But he has about five that he's investing in personally. Like he's meeting with them and he's speaking to them and he's you know even while we've been here he's been like meeting with them. You know via like, you know, Google Meet or, you know, not Google Meet. He hasn't done Google Meet yet, but he's like, you know, been like meeting with them and talking with them. And so he has five that he's investing in in personally. And so we've really seen a large growth in his youth and it's not, yeah, in his youth. And so we're really excited about that and what God is doing there. And then the next slide, I work mainly, if you don't know me, if you do know me, then you know, I work mainly with children. And so I love kids. I like, God has called me to kids. And these are some of my kids that I, I meet with weekly and that, you know, we, we sew into their lives and we go and we pick them up. We bring them to a house and we, uh, I meet with them and I give them a lesson. We give them food. And so that's just one like little thing that we do in Brazil. There's many other things, but the next slide that I want to share with you, oh my gosh, y'all, I don't know if I'm talking too fast or the baby's just getting too big, but I am out of breath. <laughs> so the next slide that I want to share with you, this is us in the Philippines. This year we were able to go, I was able to go back to the Philippines, Marilla went to the Philippines for the first time, and last year I started two online cell groups. I don't know if you guys remember us sharing about that last year, but we we may have shared that with you. So last year I started two online cell groups with a few kids in this in the Philippines and like a cell group is kind of like like a Sunday school you could view it like a Sunday school right and so we had about four kids and then and then as we were doing our cell group the children's ministry there that is this church that we're that I was working with whenever I went 
like 10 years ago, they began to ask if we would begin to mentor them and teach them how we teach the children also. And so I began to meet with the leaders weekly. I began to meet with two leaders weekly and I would train them weekly. I would, you know, like just talk to them about leadership and about children's ministry and about how children are also a part of the body of Christ. You know, they're not someone to be forgotten about, that the Holy Spirit can use them also. And y'all... Am I talking too fast? <laughs> Kim said yes. <laughs> okay. And so, um, and so anyway, so I was meeting with them weekly, but over the course of a year, we were meeting weekly and the, we had the online cell groups and the cell groups begin with four children. And so then by the time that we got there in September, was in September, we went there in September for one month. And by the time that we got there in September, we were able to have our first in-person cell group on a Saturday. And whenever we had our first in-person cell group, we had 40 kids come and all of them were members of our cell group. All of them are like, they, it wasn't even visitors. We didn't, we didn't even open up to visitors because I was like, I want to meet like the kids that I meet with every single week in person first, you know? And so all of the mem like this, all of the members that we had in our cell group was 40 kids. And it was such a huge blessing to see how the children's ministry there had grown and even not even being there personally, but it all being over, you know, Google meet, all of it was over Google meeting. And so it was just really cool to see how God was moving and about how he can use technology, you know, to move and to, to grow the kingdom of God also. And so we were really happy that in the Philippines, we were able to actually leave, um, we were able to leave, I was able to leave two, my two leaders that I had been training. Now I'm training them to train other leaders. And so they're training, they're each training three people. So there are six ladies that are being trained to be leaders in their church and to have their own cell groups and to go into the neighborhoods and to preach, you know, to the children. And so that was one cool thing. And we're doing a mentorship with them now. And then the next slide, Marilla, Marilla was meeting with the youth group there. And so he also, just to be really short, because um, I don't want to take up too much of his time, um, he also began to to meet with the youth group leaders there. And as we were leaving, before we left, they asked him if he could do a mentorship with the youth there, with the youth groups there, with their leaders, the same that I had been doing. And so in the starting next year, he's gonna begin a mentorship with the, youth, with the youth there in the Philippines. And so it's really cool to see how God is using the ministry and how he's expanding the kingdom, not just in Brazil where we live, but in other countries also, you know, all over the world. It's not just, we're not just in Brazil, Brazil, but we're everywhere and that he's using technology to do that, you know, because <laughs> we can't, we can't be in Brazil and the Philippines at the same time. It's like on the opposite side of the world. Y'all, it was a 35 hour flight to get there. It was so long. I was like, I don't, I don't know if I could even do this every year. Like this is a lot, <laughs> but, um, but, and so it was really cool to see how God was moving in that way. And then our next slide is the School da Vida. And the School de Vida is, is another thing that we're doing in Brazil. It's something that we're a part of. It's a ministry from our, that our pastor began. It's called, it's called School of Life in English. And it's basically where children come to this school two times a week and we teach them morals. We teach them Christian, you know, Christian basic morals, biblical basics, you know. And so it's really cool to see in this year we opened up Two more, two more, one in, in Uberlândia and then another one in Paraguay. 
And so we've been seeing that that really growing and, and happening. And one thing that I don't have a picture of because we haven't started it yet, it's going to start this year, but I want to share with you guys is um, Marilla is going to begin to go into the schools in, in Uberlandia in Brazil. And my gosh, y'all, it's <laughs> like the first time that I'm speaking, being pregnant, and so it's not easy. <laughs> Let me tell you, this baby's a little bit too big for me. I'm almost, I'm almost there. I'm almost ready. <laughs> but, um, and so, and so he's going to be going into the schools, and we're really excited for that. He's going to be going into the schools and teaching, um, a curriculum by something called antivirus. And they do have a, they do do this in America, but I don't know the name of it and here in America it has a different name. But I don't know the name of it. I only know the name of it in Brazil. And so it's a 3-year program that you go, you know, you go through the 3 years with the same class and you do multiple different classes, but you go through the 3 years with each class and each year has something different. And so the first year you teach to be, like who are you? You're va- like who are you as a person? You have value, you are important. You are unique. There's no one like you, you know? And then the second year it's to, to do it's to no to have, it's like you have, you have things inside of you, you know, you teach to have. And then the third year is to, to do. And then, you know, it's like things to do, but because it's in public schools, you're not allowed to like say the name Jesus, you know, but it's all biblical biblical basic foundation things. So like you teach, you know, you teach like, you know, Jeremiah 29:11, but you don't quote Jeremiah 29:11. You know, like you but you teach like the, there are good things in your future. There you it's really hard even for me because like even now I'm like God has good things for your future. I'm like I don't know how you're going to do that because like for me I'm like I want to say God, you know, but he can't. And so, you know, but it's like you're going into the schools kind of as a spy because they're not allowed. And then but through those 3 years you gre- you grow and create a relationship with these children. And so the goal is that by the end of the 3 years they receive salvation. You know, and so it's a 3 year long program. It's a 3 year long curriculum. but it's worth it you know and it's going into the schools where they're being taught all of these things that are like you know like not you know not biblical not christian not you know not any not even just biblical and christian but it's not good morals you know they're going into these he's going into the schools where they're being taught that homosexuality is okay they're being taught you know that um that like you know i don't know all of these different things and so he's going to be able to go into the schools using antivirus a, a moral teaching to to bring to them the word of god and so we're really excited about that we're really excited about what god is going to do next year and in our family and with our baby arielli and so we have a whole lot more that we've been doing but that's just a really i tried to make a quick overview of it all <laughs> so so i'm excited real has a really good word for y'all that he's been preparing even before we came like 3 months ago he's like if i get a chance to speak at, at harvest time i'm going to speak about this so so he's got us but a, a word in his heart for y'all today so i'm excited amen amen <laughs> Good morning y'all. Yes. Oh, thank you. Yes, how is my y'all? <laughs> I have been practicing now y'all, y'all, y'all. <laughs> 
For me, it's a great honor to be here in Harvest Time, for real. You don't have idea how this church is really important for us in Brazil. We have like many missionaries that already came here. Gabriel, Christina, Pastor Noe, everybody. We have a lot of people came there. Your church is so special for us in Comunidade Vida. For real, we pray for y'all. We always talk about y'all all the time, you know. So how is Noe? How is Gabriel? How is Christina? How is them, you know? They talk, they ask me all the time. So for me, it's a great honor to be here. And I really have a word of faith for y'all. I have been prepared for like three months ago. I don't know, just God gave me that. And I told you, Laura, like, if I have opportunity, I want to give that, that word for Harvest Time Church in America. And, and then, but before we start, we have something that we do in Brazil. Every speaker, all the time that they came to, to share a word of God that Sunday or any time in Brazil, they came and say grace and peace really loud. And everybody in the church needs to uh, scream back, yell back, like amen really loud, okay? So before, every time they, before they start, they say grace and peace, graça e paz. And everybody in the church say amen really loud. Can you do that? Can you do that? Okay. Grace and peace? Yeah. All right. Now I can start. So but before we start, I need a favor. I need one favor for you. You know, my brother and sister-in-law is the pastors here in this, in this church. You know, Don and Judy also is my parents, my father and mother-in-law. Uh, they're, they're, they're volunteers here in the church. And for the first time, they're watching me speak, okay? So I really need your help. You can say amen really loud. You can maybe give some applause sometimes. Say, come on, really loud. Just for let they think like, wow, Muriel is good, you know, Muriel is full of anointing. Just let they think that it was good, okay? <laughs> so I need, I need your help today. If you feel like, just say amen really loud just for they think like, oh, Muriel is full of power, fire of God, okay? <laughs> so it's a little bit pressure today. Don and Judy is, is watching me right now. They text me this morning, we're watching you, okay? We're watching you, so... <laughs> I'm <laughs> a little bit fresh, but I'm really happy to be here. I have a word of God for y'all. And I would like to you open your Bible. And I think we have a slide over there. In John chapter 2, verse 1, if I'm not wrong. John chapter 2, verse 1. I'm going to read here. I cannot read there. Sorry, my eyes are so bad. So I'm going to read here, and then you can follow in the, in the screen. On the third day, a wedding took place at the Cana in Galilee. Jesus' mother was there, and Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to, to the wedding. When the wine was gone, Jesus' mother said to him, they have, they have no more wine. Woman, why do you involve me? Jesus replied, my, my hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, do whatever he tells you. Nearby stood six stones water jars. The kind... The, sorry, it's really hard for me. The kind, the kind used by the jaws for the ceremony of washing, each holding from 20 to the 30 gallons. Jesus said to the servants, fill the jars with water. So they filled them to the, to the brim. Then he told them, now draw some, out of, some out and take it to the master of the banquet. Uh, they, did, they did so. And the master of the banquet tasted the water that had been turned into wine. He did not realize where it had come from. Thought his uh, the servant who had drawn the water knew. They he, then he called the bring 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 the room aside and say everyone brings out the choice wine first, and then the cheaper wine after. The guests ha have had too much to drink, but you have saved the best till now. What Jesus did here in kind of the Galilee 
was the first of the signs through which he revealed his glory, and his disciples believed in him. After, he, after this, he went down to Capernaum with his mother and brothers and his disciples. There, there they stay for a few days. Sorry, yeah, I believe the Holy Spirit is going to be the translate today, okay? <laughs> My English is not so perfect yet. But uh, I just want to share with you the title of this word is The Good Needs to Die. And... This, you know, every story in the Bible we have here in the Bible, it's not just a story for you read and think like, wow, it's cool, the water turned your wine, that is so fun. No, every history in the Bible is, is for us, to teach us something, and then for bring us something. And this story like in Israel, if you go in Israel, until today, the wine is a part of the food. So like if they go to the lunch, go to the dinner, even kids sometimes drink wine with their parents. It's something that part of the food, like bread, beans, rice and beans for us, you know, it's part of the food. And then they're having a wedding, a wedding party. Jesus was there. And then it's something that the, the husband, he needs to provide. He needs to provide the wine for every party of a wedding party. And then something that is the worst thing that can happen with them. The wine was over. They don't have more wine. They're, and then imagine the situation. Imagine the husband. Like, oh my gosh, this is so awkward. Oh my gosh, I feel so uncomfortable right now. Oh my gosh, imagine how he was desperate, you know. And then... And these parties, normally, they, they serve the best wine first because they drink, 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 and they got, like, so happy, let's say like that. And then the cheapest wine came, like, they don't know the brand anymore, if it's good or not. They're just drinking, and it doesn't matter if it's good or not. So the best is always in the beginning, you know. And then Jesus was there, just participating of, of the wedding. You know, if you want something, if you need something, just a parenthesis, just invite Jesus to participate with you, okay? Because when he's with you, not, it will never going to be empty. He's always going to bring something to you, amen? But Jesus was there, and then what happened? He said, like, okay, they, they don't have no normal wine. So Jesus asked, okay, fill the jars with water, and they filled the jars with water, and, that, and the water became wine, and it was not just a normal wine, it was a better wine. And everybody was so surprised, like how the, the husband, the, he prepared the best for the end. But because this is how the God works, he always works with the final. He always works giving you, to you, to us, the best in the end. Because the wine here, I don't know if you know, but the Bible has a lot of symbols. And one of the symbols of the wine is joy. It's joy. When the Bible say like when you drink wine, if you already drink wine, I don't know, like you, 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 your face be red, you feel happy. That is a symbol of joy. But this God has been talking with me. How many of us already lost joy in our lives? You have been doing something, you have been working something, you have been in a good relationship or in a good work or something good, but it just don't have anymore. No more wine, no more joy, no more any expectation. You have open doors for you, you have a nice work, a nice job, but then all of a sudden, no more, no more, nothing. You lost your hope, and then you, you don't feel more uh, that, that happiness anymore. Because, you know, that, that wine that was before was good wine. was not a bad wine. No one was complaining about that. No one was saying, like, ah, this wine should be better. Ah, this wine, I, don't, I think, needs another brand. No one was complaining about that. They're, they're, they were enjoying. They were enjoying every moment. But some, for some reason, the wine was gone. And that happened with us sometimes. You have a work. You have a relationship. You have something in your ministry or anything. What's good? What's good? What's the answer of prayer? But then all of a sudden, you don't have anymore. What's gone? 
was gone. And we don't understand why. We don't understand why these things happen in your life. How many people, they lost some money in their families because of COVID? What's good? We have an amazing family, but we lost our father. Oh, we have an amazing job with amazing salary, but all of a sudden, just, I just lost. I just lost. Was everything good? You know, so in these moments, when the good is over, we lose faith. We lost our faith. We don't feel hope. Uh, we feel hopeless. We don't feel like God is working for us. We feel like, God, why you did this in our life? Everything was working good. Everything was so good, so good. Brazil was winning, and then they missed the penalty. <laughs> Everything was going good. We're like, we're so happy. And then no more joy, no more wine. You know? And then I don't know what, if you know, the symbol of water also means nothing means like when your life is like nothing, a desert. There's not joy, nor sadness. You're just like not, not happy anymore. You're just living, living your life. Or how or my pastor say, you're just surviving. How many of us today, because we lost something good, you're just surviving. You're just surviving, living your life like just, eh, just one more day. Just one more day. Maybe your life is like that today. Maybe it's just water. You don't feel like the taste of the joy. You remember your past and think like, yeah, the, past, the old past days was good. The old days was really good. I remember my old victories. I remember the old times. You know, so many people is stuck in the past. Remember the past and don't live in the good today. But God, Jesus, he won't turn this water in wine. He won't turn this situation that you, feel, you think is your worst loss in something that you never see yet. Because, you know, it's something funny. Imagine if Jesus was there. Imagine, let's change the history a little bit. Let's imagine. Jesus was there, and then Mary came and said to him, like, don't have no, no wine anymore. And then he said, like, okay, give him a bottle of the last wine that he used. And he took it and just shake a little bit. And all the last wine that he used in the party, like, became full. He could use the same wine. He could use the same wine, but he chose to make something better. He chose to make something better. Maybe you're, you're always looking in your past and, and say like, oh, maybe one day I'm going to live that again. No, don't, don't, don't think like that. Because what God has for you is something better. It's something that you never taste. A wine that you never even imagine. A new level of joy that you never even imagine. Jesus could choose the same wine. But because the best of God is always in the future. You have not seen your best days yet. Your best days is not in the past. It's always in the future. Because God is working for you. God is working for you. And this remember a history that I heard. Maybe you already listened to this, this, this history. As the two men, they were walk, walking the streets. And there was a, a, he was a wise man. And they have his disciple. He was walking like in a the, in the camp. And this camp was really dry, really bad. And has a little house, like really far. And then, and then they say, like, for, and this man said for his disciple, let's go enter in this house. Let's see if they have some food for us because we have been walking a lot. And then they knocked the door and came a man who really, like, you could see that he was working a lot, you know, this sunburn, his sandals are always cutted. And it's like, hi, we're here, we're travelers. We're here, uh, I'm here for my disciple. And then I just would like to know if you have some water, some food, or, or one bed for we stay the night. And it's like, yeah, sure, come in. And then they enter, and then they serve for them some cheese, some little breads, not so good. And they eat it, and say like, oh, what, what do you do for a living? What is, what, is, what is your work? So, you know, I have a cow, is over there, and he saw the cow was really bad cow, really ugly cow. 
And then, <laughs> and then they say like, that is my, the only thing that I have. You know, I use the cow, I take uh, milk from the cow every, every day in the morning. I go, I travel hours from another city. I sell the milk there. With that money, I bring some food for the cow and for my family. That is how we survive every day. Every day. And the guys are like, oh, interesting, interesting. And they came, they stayed the night, they slept there. The, the other day, they, 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 they were so thankful for their hospitality, and they, they left. And then the, the man said for his disciple, take the cow, if no one see, no one needs to see, and bring to me here in the road. And he went there without understanding. He was a disciple. He always wanted to learn. And he was kind of like, no understanding. He, he took the cow, without no one seeing, and bring to him in the road. And then some travelers just passing by. It's like, oh, do you want a cow? So, yeah, take this cow. And the disciples like, what? That was the cow. That is the cow that they, 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 they were needing. The only thing that they have for surviving, you took from them. And they say, yeah, just, just leave. Just leave. And that, that boy feels so bad. So bad. If you're like, oh, my gosh, what I did. I killed my entire family right now. You know? And then they left. Many years passed. That, that man, the wise man died. And then now the disciple now is a... Is, uh, the teacher, and then he came like, and he felt like, yeah, I'm close for that that family. I'm gonna pass by. I'm gonna see how they are. And then, and then he was walking, and then he saw the same camp, but it was full of green grass and has a mansion, white mansion in the front. Many kids running, horses everywhere. So beautiful. Like, what happened here, you know? And then he entered, and he knocked the door, and then one man came. He was that big hat, like a Texas hat, you know? He came by with a big smile, and, and he recognized, was the man? It's like, what? It was you? And said, yeah, it was me. How are you? Come, please come in. And, uh, and then and he sit, and, and he sit in the table. He served like the best dinner that he had in his life. And then he said, like, what happened? A few years ago, I passed here. Like, you have nothing. It was a, just a, a little cow in the, a poor house. What happened? Say, so, you know, I was that day after you, you, you left, I lost my cow. Someone stole my cow. And then I was really, really sad. And I told my wife, we're going to die. We're going to die. I don't know what to do anymore. But then I have some little bit, uh, uh, some money. What I did, I bought some seeds and started to plant. In my, in my camp. And I discovered my camp is really good for seeds. And then I have a lot of fruits, a lot of ma many fruits, salads, and I start to sell. And then I became really rich, man. If that cow never died, I'll never miss that cow, I never would discover that my camp was a really prosperous camp. You know? So ma many of us is holding our cows. You're holding, you're holding. You're so thinking like, I need this to survive. I need this for me. I need this for me. But I'm telling you, the good needs to die for something best come. Amen. For something better come. So many of us, we're stuck in old victories. In old victories in the past. You know, we have uh, Brazil. We love soccer, you know. And then we have like, like Ronaldo. You know, Ronaldo. I love this guy. He's really good. You know, he, he's one of the best soccer players in the world. But then what he did, he, he was not stuck in, in his old victories. He became, a, he started to buy a soccer team. He bought another things and became, he became a famous employee. He's really good now. But we have many other soccer players that was better than him. He's still in his house. Remember the old victories. I remember when I gained the medal. I remember when I gained the World Cup. I remember when I was so good in my life. Now is everything best. Maybe you are here in this situation. You remember yourself, all the good things that was in the past, the old victories. I'm not saying that is not victory. I'm not saying that in the past it was not from God. It was from God. But now God has some, for you something new. And you need to move. Amen. You need to move.
But many of us, we are afraid to believe that God has something better for you. You're just scary. Say, oh, I don't know if God is going to do again. I'm telling you, God is not going to do again. God is going to do better. Amen. God is doing something better. Uh, just look, look, uh, have a new perspective of life. A new perspective because God is doing something new in your life. And if you go in verse 7, Jesus said to the disciples, fill the jars with water. Fill the jars with water. You know, in this situation, many of us, we stay stuck and we don't know what to do. But God is always going to ask for you to give a step of faith. And many, many of times, this step of faith doesn't make any sense. Like, for example, what, Jesus, the wine is over. What do you mean to take the jars full of water? What do you mean to make any sense? What do you mean? I just lost my job. I have to give an offer in the church? Oh, um, I, I, That person just betrayed me. I have to honor that person. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, the, the spiritual things doesn't make sense in the natural. God is asking for you to move in the spiritual, for you to see the natural happen with you. You know, men of us is always looking logical, but the, the way that Jesus works, he doesn't work with logic, human logic. He's always work with the heavenly logic. Amen. You know, and then if these days I goes in, we, me and Laura, we receive a, a, an offering to go to Israel, you know. We receive, it was the best trip ever, guys. So good. And then we, we received the money. was the exactly the same money for going to trip for Israel. And I was afraid. I told you, Laura, Laura, I don't know if you should go, you know, because, you know, if something happened. If a cow died, you know. If I, I, I need this money to survive, you know. And then, and, and then God told me, don't go, give a step of faith. And it's kind of, everybody told me that. And I gave a step of faith. And then, like Laura said in the beginning, I have a small company of marketing. And then it was, that was my call, you know, that was my little call. And then, and then when I arrived, I just arrived, my, the partnership said, like, oh, we don't want anymore. We want to close. And then we closed. I, lo I lost my company. Right after I arrived from Israel. I was like, okay, 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 right. I don't know what to do. And then my, and then we discovered that Laura was pregnant. I don't have the, the company anymore. And then my dad called me. Everything the same week, okay? It was everything the same week. My dad gave us an apartment when he got married, you know? And then he asked me, it's like, okay, Murilo, I need some money. I want my apartment back, you know? So I was the guy. We fought work. We fought, we fought uh, with my wife pregnant and we fought a house, you know? And then I was like, What? Everything was so good. Everything was so nice. It was so perfect. God, is this from God? Maybe it's the devil. I don't know what to do now. And I remember that I, uh, I have a, a war room that is my, my, my bathroom, my shower, you know. I turned on the shower and start to pray, ask God what to do. And, and God told me, start to look for some new houses. I start to look. I have zero money in my bank account. I'm not kidding. Zero. And then I leave the shower and say, Laura, let's look some new houses. And she didn't know anything about the apartment, you know? She didn't know anything because uh, just need one person afraid in the house, you know? Don't need you, you know? <laughs> and then I said, let's look for a new house. I said, why not? Let's dream. Let's dream, you know? And then we went to start to look in, in Uberland, some new house. And the, the sellers, they thought we were millionaires. And when they, they listen to her speaking English, they have sure, you know, all dollars, you know, they have money, this kind of thing. And then we went there, and it just showed to us, like, like houses amazing, you know, apartment that was amazing. I was just looking like, oh, my gosh, one day, one day. And the guys, and they, all the sellers say to us, like, do you have money to pay this apartment right now? I say, not now, next month. Next month I will have, you know, I always say like this, but I don't have nothing. I promise you, I have nothing. And, and then the, her, the, the billow of uh, Laura was growing, and how much was growing, more I was crying, you know, inside of me, like, oh my gosh, a baby's coming, my dad gave me time for me to leave the apartment. 
Laura didn't know nothing. I don't have any money. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. But I was just looking to God and say, like, I believe something better is coming. I do believe something better is coming, you know. And I decided, like Laura said, I decided to be full-time missionary, you know. And then, like, I, 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 can't, I can't open my marketing company. I can't do these all things. But I really listen from God to do, like, be full-time. It's for live for God. Let's live for real 100%. And then, guys, one, two days before you come here, we moved for a new apartment. We bought a new house. It's way better than we, even we imagined, you know? It's really amazing. If you, if you want to show you some pictures, I want to show you some pictures because I'm really happy for that. You know, two days before you come to America, we, we were something like God opened the right doors, and it was amazing. You know, but God told me, God told me, if you are stuck in your old apartment, if you're stuck in your old victories, you never would see the great things that I have for you, you know? You're never going to see, maybe... Maybe you're in this situation. Maybe you're in the moment that you lost your cow. Or maybe you're holding your cow. God already told you for you to give up of that. God already told you for you to give that to him. But you're just afraid. Ah, God, I don't know if you're going you're gonna to do something good. I don't know if you're going to move in, in my life like you did move before. I'm telling you, God is just about to do something better in your life. Amen? He's just about to do something better. But you need to give a step of faith. Don't be stuck in their old victories. Don't be stuck in the old things that happened in your past. That is past. Now look for the future and has hope. You need to have hope in your heart. You know, like, like we don't know what good things uh, over in your lives. We don't know. We don't know why you lost uh, the relationship. We don't know why you lost that job. We don't know why the things happen. Like for me, a few years ago, we lost our pastor because of COVID. We don't know what happened. We don't know. We, if, but if I, uh, if I got stuck in the past, I never can, can move on. But God always has something better. I, I, just, I just always said to myself, I didn't see my best days yet. I, didn't, I have not seen my best days yet. So I know my, the best day of my life is in the future. It's always in the future. And for you also. And for you also because God has for you something amazing. He's your father. He's your father and he takes care of you. You know, I love the baby Arielli. I don't know how she's going to look like. I don't know how going to be her hair, the color of her eyes. I don't know, but I just love her because she's my daughter. What about you? You have a heavenly father. He loves you so much. He have amazing things for you. And he's dreaming amazing things for you. If I am a father in the earth, I'm already dreaming things for Arielle. Imagine your heavenly father. Imagine what he's thinking about you. Maybe you're thinking, Murilo, I'm too old. I already live too much. I don't. I just want to survive until I die. How many? How many people have like this? No, you start to dream bigger. You start to dream bigger. Something bigger is coming in your life. Oh, whatever. I'm too old. What is gonna happen? You know, Moses started his ministry for 80 years old. 80 years old. You're not too old. You're not too old for what God has for you. You know, when the jars is when the jars is empty, that means there's a sign of overflowing. You know, they don't have more wine. But Jesus overflowing the wine in the situation. Maybe you don't have more uh, strength. You don't have more joy. You don't have more opportunity. You don't have more favor. You lost everything. But just be ready. God is just about to give you even more joy. Even more strength. Even more opportunity. Even more favor than you never imagined. Amen. You never imagined. But everyone brings... Sorry. The... 
my iPad just show up something here. But many, many, many people, it's just stuck in the past. It, it's always believed their best days was in the past, but I'm telling you it was not because God always worked in the future. He's always worked thinking in your future. Maybe you're just stuck, like, like I said before, I, I don't know what to do anymore. I don't know, start to give a step of faith. Start to give a step of faith. Keep doing what God asks you for you to do. Don't give up. Many people stop to go to church. Oh, I believe in God. I did believe in God. But what happened for me? Look what happened for me. It's time to give a step of faith. Because he's going to finish the good work that he started in your life. Amen. He's going to finish. Have a vision. Have a vision what God is doing in your life. Amen. Have this vision. And um, I just want to finish for that. Can you stand up and the worship team can come here? Three minutes. <laughs> that was good. Uh, I just want to finish with this, this video that I saw. Uh, I, I watched this video on TikTok. <laughs> and then I was watching this video and God really spoke with me. It was a man. He has like a, a paper, a picture. And he was painting. He was just painting, 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 painting. And it was a mess. It was literally a mess. I was not understanding enough. He was just like throwing paints like randomly. Look, look likes was randomly. And then all of a sudden... He turned the picture upside down. And then it was the Statue of Liberty. I was like, wow, that is amazing. I didn't know that. Then I was so amazed with that. And God told me, this is how I work. Many times you look at your life, it's such a mess. It's such a mess. It's such a mess. Such a mess. But then, believe in me, the upside down moment is coming in your life. Amen. That is coming in your life. Maybe you're just looking to God. Like, God, let, let me take this pencil. Let me draw my, my, my own life. Let me control of my life. Hey, just wait a second. Wait a second. He's the author of life. He's in control of everything of your life. Maybe you don't understand now, but just wait. Just wait. The water is just, just ready to turn in wine. Amen. A new wine. A new perspective. Some, some, a new wine that you never tasted even before. Maybe you, you always think like, I, I already live my best day. I'll ever, everything that is good, I already live it. No, no. You didn't see what God is just about to do in your life. The best is always in the future. And I want to challenge you right now. I want you to close your eyes. Everyone in this room, close your eyes. Every, every time that you listen a word of faith, you need to give a step of faith. I want right now, you just start to God, just say to God, God, I trust in you. I trust in you. Maybe you already say to God, like, I hate you for what you did in my life. I hate you for everything that you did in my life. But I want that you open your mouth right now and say, God, I trust in you. You start to say, God, I trust in you. I know something better is coming. I know something is better is coming. You start to pray right now. You start to ask God, God, I want to see the new wine. I want to see the new joy in my life, in my family. I want to see the new wine in my work. I want to see God come in this place right now. Come in this place right now. Oh, I do believe, I do believe, I do believe we're going to see new things happen in this place. I believe harvest time didn't leave the best days yet. I believe harvest time is going to grow in a new level that I never imagined before. This new parking lot is not big enough for y'all what it's going to do in your lives. Just be ready. Your family is going to be full of joy. A new kind of joy that you never even imagined. A joy that the money cannot bring. A joy that not people can bring. Just God. Just God. I do believe. I do believe. I do believe. Oh. 
I want, I want right now, we're, gonna, we're gonna, not gonna sing this song. We're gonna pray this song, amen. We're gonna, you're gonna pray this song with everything you have in your heart. Believe that God is gonna do again. Amen, amen. Because there's a moment in that story where they had to trust God for everything and he says now go draw from the from the draw, dip the cup and take that cup to the master and it was in that act of obedience that God changed I, I don't know if it happened when he said it I don't know if it happened when they dipped it I don't know if it happened when he drank it but we know that in the process of that obedience of trusting in what you don't believe trusting in what you do not see but acting in obedience and letting go of that water, letting go of that cow, so that you can taste and see the goodness of the Lord in your life. So what is it? How many of you know what needs to die in your life? Anybody? You know, you know what it is. All right, let's sing that one more time and just release that in the spirit. We say, Lord, we release it that you would do new things among us. Amen, one more time, all of our voices.
one thing before we leave this place. Every time we see God move, it requires a active, not passive move. If you remember the walls of Jericho, there was many times that they were silent as they circled the walls. Can you imagine the unbelief saying, so we're going to shout after we have just walked these walls and we've seen the magnitude of these walls, but in the shout, the power of God moves and released to cause those walls to come down. So what we're going to do before we leave, I want us to give a Holy Ghost shout this morning in faith that God will do what he said he's going to do, that we will stir in our hearts, that joy will come back, that the best is yet to come. Now, if you want to be quiet and you don't want to shout, you can keep circling them walls. But in order for you to see all that God has for you, we have to shout in faith and allow God to do what only He can do. Amen? You guys ready? I don't know what kind of shout you got. Pretend your football team just won. Pretend you won the lottery. I don't know. I don't know what you need to stir up inside of you. But I'm going to get the worship team to help us build a little bit of momentum, okay? You right, guys ready? You guys ready? We'll do it on time. We'll build momentum just a little bit. A little more intensity. Come on. Need to help some of these ones that don't want to shout this morning. You guys ready? From deep in your spirit that we see God do what only He can do. Father, we thank you for what you're stirring in our hearts. Father, for the future that we have. And Lord, we trust you for what only you can do. You guys ready this morning? One, two, three, shout. Thank you, Lord, for your presence in this place. Father, we release your freedom in this place. Father, I thank you for what you're going to do in and through us, that those walls will come down. Father, that the victory is yours, that the plans are yours, that our future is yours. And Father, we thank you for your goodness in this place. Let's sing that chorus one more time. thank you for each one here this morning. Father, I pray that we would take what you give us and that we'd be able to give it to the world. 
Lord, I thank you for what you're doing. I thank you for the word that you've spoken today. And Father, I pray that it would be rooted deep inside our souls and our spirit. And Father, we would have faith to look forward, not backwards. Father, we thank you for what you're going to do. We expect that you're going to move in a mighty, powerful way. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen and amen. Can we give Morello and Laura a hand clap one more time? Thank you. You guys be blessed. Join us next week as we continue to look at our Christmas series. And uh, Don't get in too big of a hurry. Hang out. Fellowship. We love you guys. See you next week. Thank you for joining us for the Harvest Time Church podcast. We hope you've been encouraged and empowered. If you'd like more information about our family, please write us at 42 FM 2540 South, Bay City, Texas 77414. Or check us out on the web at harvesttimebaycity.com.